Hello and welcome to Footprints in the Slandlar, colon, The Snide Project. Mm-hmm. My name is Lockie and I'm joined with <laughs> joined with my friend Michael. Uh, Michael, you're, yeah, we're recording on, on, I'm lucky. on a phone and you sounded a little bit strange right then, but I trust that you were saying basic things like, my name's Lockie, welcome to Footprints in the Sandler, etc., I was, yeah, yeah, I absolutely was. Um, we are on uh, opposite sides of this here world mm. at the moment. Um, same as the last episode. So, if you noticed any like technical problems, it's all Michael's fault because he's not in Australia. Right. Yes, and Australia don't use the um, uh, streamlined Wi-Fi services that. No, I mean the UK doesn't use. I don't know. He can cut that out. <laughs> no, I think you guys. I think like the internet with you guys is like way better. Is it than what we have here? Great. Yeah, like the government implemented a thing called the National Broadband Network a couple of years ago, and it's not even that good. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> they fucked it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this uh, this is our fourth episode in um, the, our first delving into different films. This is um, the the Schneid Project. So we've been watching primarily the films of Rob Schneider. Yeah, if you've just tuned in, we came through all of Adam Sandler, and now we're doing his buddies. Yeah, and you know Adam Sandler might rock up in a couple of these, but yeah, once so far. No, twice. What? He was in The Animal as well, and Hot Chick. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do recall. He was in the end, yeah. Yeah. So, today we watched Juice Bigelow, if you can tell from the podcast title. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what year this was from, like 2001 or something? 1999. 99. 99. Wow, that's, this is old. 21 years old. It's legal mm-hmm. to drink in America. Mm-hmm. And boy, does I'm it. I'm going to go straight in and and boy, does it drink <laughs> legally. <laughs> does it? Uh, I'm going to go straight in and ask you, Michael, what did you think of this film? Oh, uh, yeah, it was bad. But it was actually not the shittest thing uh, in the world. Like, I remember when it came out on video... I used to see it in the video shop blockbuster. Yeah, because it's his... The, if I can remember rightly, it's him looking through like a... What do you call that when you have like the little lens thing in the door of like a hotel room? Oh, yeah, like a peephole. Like a, a pee- peepee a hole. Peepee hole. <laughs> peephole, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the peepee hole. <laughs> yeah, I think there was um, that cover and there was also um, one of him... But that this might be for Juice Bigelow too, where he's like standing up against a like a lamp, almost like pole dancing, but with a lamp, and he just is like in his Y fronts, and he's like sticking his butt out, and I just and he looks all fucking greasy and like gross, and yeah, and I just remember seeing it. He is like a dirty looking man. He looks heinous in this movie, and I was I saw those yeah. video covers when I was twelve, and was just like, ah, oh, what is that? And I didn't want to watch it ever. Yeah. Um, so I'm pleasantly surprised that it's not a complete, like, uh, offensive. Well, it is offensive, but it's not like 
I don't know. There's something not shit about it, which is a real surprise. Yeah, I think uh, one thing about these films, especially the ones from even Adam Sandler's films from around this time period, they're just very easy to watch. They're over yeah. in an hour twenty. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. You don't have to think about it much, you know. Yeah. There's no substance to it. It's just here and then it's done. Yeah, yeah. I don't laugh at all. That's the thing. I think Norm Macdonald, his uh, his little bit maybe brought me the closest to laughing. <laughs> Apart from that, there wasn't much. I there was I like, got a little I mean, this is a comedy. What? Yeah, what bits? Tell me, <laughs> tell me when you laughed because I can't remember. We'll maybe come across. Fuck it. me, it's not. Did you? What did you think? Just, did you hate? Uh, it? Did you hate this? <laughs> um. I was going to ask you, do you want to like rank the Rob Schneider ones? Oh, yeah, I guess we should. What do you Okay, so not including this one, we'll mm. talk about the ranking later, but out of the 3 that we've watched, which has been the best one? And the 3 that we watched you, were The Hot Chick, The Hot Chick, The Animal, oh yeah, and The Benchwarmers. All these, uh, they all start with the 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 those. <laughs> yeah. I think... Me personally, I would say Hot Chick is number one. Yeah, I think it goes one, two, three. Hot Chick, The Animal, Benchwarmers. But you're going to say I, you I like Benchwarmers. I think Benchwarmers was easier than... <laughs> yeah, I fucking hated The Animal, man. <laughs> Did you? Besides um, Did I? I the good remember. appearance from Michael Caton. What? Yeah, no, besides Michael Caton, the Aussie guy who plays like the scientist that puts him back together... Mm. Besides that, like, that film was awful, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you are right. You are right about that. So where would this sit then? Where would this sit? Is it better than? Uh, I think it's the animal. Is it better than the Benchwarmers? I don't know. I feel like this one is a little bit like the Hot Chick in that it's actually like it is like a really below. It's be, it is below average of a movie. But I think it is. It, <laughs> yeah, I think it course, is trying to be something, rather than just like because even profound and like it has a bit of a message behind it. Well, I don't know about that. But I think like in well, terms no, of it but being I mean, like a comedy it, it definitely movie, like yeah. I think it just is, is like it, it's it's not just like like even the benchwarmers. I felt like just kind of veered off. It was like a really really th- flimsy premise where they're just like, let's play baseball. And then yeah, it just of veers off into like, there's a fucking robot servant and there's like, just all this <laughs> other shit going on and the David fucking Schwartz, there's a zillionaire. And lives in a fucking cupboard. Whereas this movie's like, yeah, he, it's really shit, but he's like a character who then has a problem that he needs to like fix and it sort of sticks to it. I don't know. But then like, you know, there's no stakes because mm. yes, it he was goes through all this stupid. shit. He like fucks up his relation. He fucks up his relationship with the other girl because he wasn't, mm. you know, he wasn't honest with her, and he was, um, you know, committing prostitution. Yeah, and then <laughs> he goes and sees her, and he gets like a fucking like a six inch needle 
straight into his head and numbs his face. And then he's drooling all over her and like telling her that he made a mistake. Yeah. And that he and then like he says like four things and she's like, Oh my god, you're so right, I love you. <laughs> and that's it. That's the stakes. Yeah. Is no, that how easy right. it is yeah. to like yeah. make up? Yeah. For like lying and cheating. Uh, yeah, totally. And and even just like in its own oh, I mean yeah, there's, there's, yeah. We should just go through the plot as well because we'll, we'll come to these. I was gonna start just like chatting about stuff, but for new listeners who might not have seen Deuce Bigelow and need this podcast episode to watch it for them, yeah, we'll just give them a little bit of context. Yeah, so Rob Schneider plays a naked man. He plays a, he plays a fish man. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You know what? And that's the second time we've seen him swimming in a tank, like a a fish tank. Yeah. Uh Well, he wasn't naked in 51st Dates, but he also Oh, uh, yeah. wasn't a a native Hawaiian in Juice Bigelow. True. They, With like yeah. a dodgy eye. Yeah. Remember he had like a dodgy eyeball in that one. Yeah, for like no reason. Adam Sandler and Happy Madison fucking love doing dodgy eyes. They do, don't they? Because they have Jonathan Loren who can do, I'm guessing can do stuff with his eyes, but then in the later films, he mm. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because maybe like... I think it hurts. The medical... Yeah, the medical guy at Happy Madison because they would be all, all be on like some good health benefits and shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, with that. Uh, he yeah. was like, "Yeah, you need to stop doing this. Yeah. We can either give you a contact lens or we can do CGI eyes." CGI, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then weird. you got Buscemi. Oh yeah. Although, like, people just say like his eyes are a bit fucked up. I think he looks great. Yeah. Uh, he also plays a character called Crazy Eyes in Big Daddy. No, Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. Yeah. And there's fucking uh, in uh, The Ridiculous Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn is like blind or whatever. Yeah. Just, but it's like a joke type of blindness. <laughs> yeah. There was some joke blindness and then they're in all this blind. movie as well. Well, they're all... Ah, uh, true. Yeah. Who was that woman? Because I've seen her in other things. Really? I didn't look it up, but yeah, I feel like I've seen her in another one of these stupid comedies. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were if a few... If you can call them a comedy. <laughs> I think that's, if you you can call it anything, oh, I don't know, yeah, I guess. You could. You could call it 5% of comedy. You could call me Al. <laughs> I had that song in my head today, you know... Um, well, I'll call you Betty. What's his name? And you can call me Al. What? Paul, yeah. Paul Steinman. That's a good song though, right? Paul Simon, yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I I was watching a, a Simpsons episode recently where it's like Lisa is second best to like some other girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lisa's and rival. Lisa has like... Th- yeah, yeah, Lisa's rival. And then she has this dream that she's at a concert <laughs> and it's like her... All the runner-ups. Um, That's the, yeah, the Garfunkel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, who else was in the band? No, I can't remember. Somebody from Wings or something. And then, yeah, it's like Ringo or so, I don't know. Yeah. Ringo's your favorite though. I know that. <laughs> we always talk about that. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, and then she says, like, why would they even come and see us just to boo us? <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, but also the song that they start yeah. playing is so funny. It's like horrible, like, prog jazz. Where she, like, oh, yeah, I, think, cool. I feel like it's the type of music where all the instruments start playing at once. Like, you know, start soloing yeah. at once. Just like... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I've got a couple of thoughts on jazz. I quite... You know, I, I don't really have a, you know, like, I don't have an opinion on jazz. I quite like some proggy um, bands, mm. some proggy, like, guitar bands, like uh, mm. Rush and Mastodon, oh, yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 Some... Like that. Remember that guy that we saw at that, at that, <laughs> at that fucking <laughs> yeah, rowing festival? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, there's a bit in the office where David Brent is talking about jazz and he just says, "Just I don't get it. Just play the right notes." Yeah. It is Which, a bit like you that. Know, like, like I understand. Yeah. And then yeah. I think like jazz is 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 like there's certain jazz albums that are like really good, but they're especially good <clears throat> in the context like of jazz of musical history or whatever. So like it starts course, it yeah. starts to like fall apart when people in like the 60s and 70s and 80s and stuff start like deconstructing it like too much and just turning it into like purely academic like concept music yeah uh yeah but at the same, well, I mean, and at the same time like math core and shit yeah yeah true yeah it's just like hard to listen to you but it's like also it's like an imp- an impressive like if you're a, if you're like an instrumentalist who can like improvise like you know a fucking oh, yeah, ten minute solo but without playing like any of the actual like you know correct <laughs> notes or whatever it's like impressive stuff but it's also yeah, just like well, you can't listen to it. I know but that's also like that's also just yeah, I, I mean, surely the people up on stage are having a good time, but then anyone in, in an audience would just be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. But there's some really good jazz, like, before but yeah. they start doing that, when you can hear that they're moving towards that, but they're still playing, like, the old-fashioned, normal songs. And you're just like, wow, they're throwing in all these crazy, like, chord shapes and stuff. Anyway, you what the fuck? Yeah, what yeah. is this movie about? Why is he a fish man? No, no, I want to talk about, I want to talk about jazz a bit more. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit in, um, there's a bit in Spinal Tap where they're, like, they don't Spider-Man? know what to do at a gig, and so I think... No, Spinal Tap. Spider-Man. And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so uh, I think the bassist is like, guys, I've got it. Mm. Jazz Fusion Odyssey or some shit. And then they just like... Mm. It's like they're playing at this arena and they just start playing and you see all these people that are like standing up and clapping like, oh, just sit down. Great bit. Yeah. I think I need to watch that movie again. I need to watch it again because I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that's a good bit. Um... There's another bit in Parks and Rec, which I'll talk about a bit more in a bit. Yeah. But uh, do you remember there's like that weird radio station that Leslie often goes on? And it's I think it's the guy from The Simpsons is... Oh, yeah, Dan. Is it like Hank Azaria is... I think Dan Castellan. Uh, Dan Castellan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like this really weird um, radio host. And he... I mean, I just love to, I'd love to meet some of his audience because <laughs> Leslie says something about um, the Batcave mm. and he's like, oh, the uh, the thing that 
Leslie is referring to is a popular comic icon, the Batman. And I'm just like, who the fuck doesn't know who Batman is? And also, um, he's like, oh, this next segment is uh, Jazz on Jazz, where we play two jazz songs over the top of each other. (laughs) And it's just like the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, And then he he leans over his microphone and he's like, our audience responds well to jazz. (laughs) He's like, yeah, but not... (laughs) Not twice at the same time. Amazing. Which brings me to my favorite character. Well, you're getting a bit, film. you're getting ahead of yourself. All right. What's the okay, what's sorry. The I, want, I just want to talk about movie. it. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll start and then you can take over. Go on. So, I've already started. He's Juice a fish Bigelow. Man. Okay, he's an aquarium cleaner. Yeah. Serviceman. Which um, I think would be quite like a niche job and you would make... Yeah, he makes potentially like, big money, especially living yeah. in where does he live? Miami. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He. Yeah, he, I mean, I don't know. Like, I makes, feel like that's such a luxury item that people have. Totally. And how many people are going to be like, not just like aquarium cleaner engineer people, but like he's like a fish expert, so he's like a fucking marine biologist. Oh, of course. So like that's like super. <laughs> he must be the only one in fucking all of Florida. <laughs> So actually, I think they should have added like an extra subplot where he was training to be a marine biologist. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it was like, and in order to pay he's for, he's like, his oh well, I could tuition. keep on pimping. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, that would make more sense. That would make more sense than would, what actually would. happens, which is that he, because it's like a comedy sequence that just doesn't work. It's not funny. Yeah. I hate, it's, it's really, I hate physical comedy when it's not from fucking Chris Farley. <laughs> so or like this, Belushi or yeah. whatever. So the story is that he... What happens, He's he goes around to this guy's house to clean his like pond and his fish tank or whatever. And then he's amazed by... And he's yeah. like a super, super rich guy. And he's amazed by how much who is, who plays he him? has. He's, he, he's in The Mummy. And he he's in The Mummy. He's like... One of those guys on horses who like guard Imhotep's tomb or whatever to like prevent he's like him a, from. He's like a cult guy, right? Yeah, and I, I can't remember if he's like, like I don't know what. Like they're not immortal, are they? They're not supernatural. They're just like a gen. They're just like generations of like of like horsemen people who guard the like desert or some shit. Cause don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Because Rick gets lost and then he encounters them and they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, whenever we talk about um, The Mummy or Indiana Jones, I always bring up Uncharted. And in Uncharted 3, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a similar thing. You're looking for... It's like the city of gold, but it's like city of gold in the desert or whatever. And the same thing happens. It's like all these dudes that are like protectors of the realm or whatever they all rock up on horseback yeah. and they look exactly the same yeah must be a reference but yeah his name is Oded Fair yeah and he is very rich and he has lots of nice stuff including like a prize fish which you might recognize from um the and naked he has like the naked 14th gun. century weapons yeah he has all these 14th century weapons he, he has a crossbow he has a crossbow I mean it doesn't make sense that he would just have them in his flat like surely that belongs in a museum. 
which is a famous line from Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. No, he's just like a cunt. But he's a, he, and it turns out and and so Deuce our hero is like how do you have all this stuff? Yeah. Who are you? What's your job? And he's like, I am a gigolo. I women pay me to pleasure them. And he's like, how did you get that job? Yeah. And uh, so you think that at that point, I thought it was going to be a movie where Rob Schneider learns how to become a fucking male prostitute from another male prostitute. But he actually asks yeah. him to look after his fish while he goes away into, to Europe. And it could have uh, it could have worked out to be like Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. You know that film? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever seen that. But uh, that's... Yeah. Yeah, so it's Michael Caine and Steve Martin. And they're both like hustlers. Mm. But uh, Michael Caine is like much more reserved and yeah. British. And then Steve Martin's obviously American and like... Yeah, so then... Michael Caine like trains him to be a better con man, yeah. And then, uh, then they kind of become rivals, and they're both trying to do the same con. Yeah, like it could have worked out like that. That, that is um, like a easy, easily mummy guy have, trains him up. Yeah, easily could have been that movie. And it's kind of weird that it's not. That's too hard, man. That's too hard. Is it? I think that would make it easier because it's like it just writes itself. Whereas this movie relies on total nonsense to get going like he, he just goes i am a male prostitute and he's like i would like to be a male prostitute and he's like well i have to go to europe would you like to look after my fish and he's like yeah sure and then when he's looking after the fish he fucking like knocks the whole fish tank over and like wrecks everything and then the whole story is that he starts pimping no he starts prostitutizing prostitutizing prostitutioning yeah. In order to pay for a new uh, fucking fish tank. Hooking. Hooking. No, that's... Yeah, it's such a silly... It's, it's such a fucking silly plot. Yeah. Also, one bit that really... You know, we always talk about that these films like exist within their own universe and don't really obey laws of like... Yeah. Social interaction or physics often. This one, physics as well, but um, yeah. we'll get into that later. But the social interaction stuff. And the guy says... The, I, I, we're just calling the mummy guy. Mm-hmm. The mummy guy says, don't touch, don't pick up my phone. Yeah. And he leaves him a message at some point saying like, oh, hey, Juice, I just realized I don't really know you very well and like I'm a bit worried. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, really? <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I don't know you yeah. very well. It's just... Yeah, it's quite that kind of. Yeah. He just lets it, this it, random... It was very a real scene. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you in your flat, like your oven breaks and the guy, the oven guy comes around to fix it and he's like, this is a really nice oven. And you're like, I'm going on holiday. And he's like, I'll look after your oven. And you're like, yes. Yeah. And then when you go, you're like, what the fuck have I done? And you phone him up and be like, to be honest, it's kind of freaking me out. <laughs> but he's <laughs> yeah, also Yeah, but like, I mean, what was, sure the guy, what was the mummy guy's plan? Yeah, exactly. At the same time, like... Who was going to feed his fish? Yeah, and he's like the richest guy in all of Miami or whatever. And you, you, you. This could also have been a movie where Rob Schneider just like. Well, I th- also thought it was going to be a movie when it turns out that he is going to Europe and he's going to look after the fish. Then it could have been a movie where he poses mm. as that gigolo, and all the women would be like, "Oh, you look different," or something like that. And he's like, "Well, it was dark last time." 
and and then when the guy when the mummy guy comes I back, know, he's like, "What where have you the been fuck doing?" You would, yeah, not the believable. mummy guy would just not be able to be in this, f- yeah, <laughs> be in this film. <laughs> Can we talk about um the white face bit in this? Mm, I don't remember. Oh, do you want to talk about it later? Well, when uh, we'll, we'll go, we'll continue on with the plot. Okay. Anyway, I'll, we'll get yeah. to it. Well, that, yeah, so that's the setup. And then he basically just, he gets a pimp and he becomes a man whore, as they say. And then he realizes that, like, he goes, he goes out with these women, but he realizes that they don't actually want to have sex. They more want to company because, like, because he seems yeah. to go out with, like, he gets hooked up with women who are like, who have like problems or whatever. One of them's massively tall. One of them's massively fat. Yeah. One of them has Tourette's. Yeah. Played by Amy Poehler. That's the best one. Yeah. I know Amy Poehler, man. Yeah. What a fucking legend. I know. Uh, yeah, she was she was without a doubt the standout for me. Yeah. When she's um. It was nice to see her. And well, she's yelling vulva yeah. in the car. <laughs> it makes you yeah. feel like you're in good hands when you see like a, oh, a, no, a no. trusted face or whatever if it's just a randomer playing a and Tourette's I, person you're like yeah. what the fuck is this because <laughs> like when we watched um when we watched the animal yeah i like looked up what you know the woman in it i was like oh yeah cool like she seems all right and then uh when i looked her up she's been in like three things oh, apart yeah. from the animal so i was like well yeah, don't trust her. She didn't have a very, like, illustrious career after that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, Amy Poehler rocks up and I'm just like, oh, man, I know you. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that, those those were the best the best scenes, I thought so. Yeah. She's also so young and fresh-faced in it. Yeah. But then kind of still just looks the same as she does now. True. Yeah. It's It's fun to see them, like, especially in... Movies that you just accepted as pieces of shit that you would never watch. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, there's that guy. Or there's that guy. Yeah, for sure. It's fun. There wasn't really anyone else in this, right? Besides... Well, there was... Um, Her? The guy that played his dad. Norm MacDonald. Yeah, Norm MacDonald's in it. Oh, uh, yeah. And the mummy guy. I can't. But the guy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy but... that plays his dad is... In, uh, in the movie Office Space, he plays this guy who... I've never seen it. Well, you should watch it because it's another 1999 movie. Um, cool. Which we can get. We, I'll, yeah, I'll just in Office Space, he plays this guy, one of the people in the office, and at some point he gets like really badly hurt, like he breaks all his bones or something, and he's in like a body cast, and then he like okay, but he or he create or, or I don't know if that's even related. That does happen, but he also creates this board game, which is like on the floor it's like a big mat and it's called a jump to conclusions game so you you, nice. you jump across the game and they're all just like okay um yeah you remember in parks and rec where ben makes um <laughs> yeah that, a board game. what is it called the knights of what's it called like, cones nah cones of uh <laughs> cones cone world something yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that was yeah, great. Yeah, that's funny. And he's he also trying to makes, explain um, it. Like, like, good show. That's it. Yeah, but the people love it. It's a great show. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah. Really good. And there's also the guy who plays that 
I can't remember who he is in this movie, but he is like he turns up and he starts threatening Deuce with like I think he's a cop. Yeah, he's a he's a detective and he's like I'm gonna turn you in and stuff like that. Um, and then he turns out yeah. to have the thinnest penis in the world and stuff like that. That guy is in yeah, that was a bit like, weird. A couple of Michael Bay movies. Of course he is. He looks like it. He looks like it, doesn't he? He also had like a great... Um, I thought he was maybe just the guy that does like introduction or like ads for videos back in the ni- the 90s or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, he had like a really... Um, this summer, like that yeah, sort of totally. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very convincing type of voice. But yeah, like I think this this movie... Like, this movie came out in 1999, and The Mummy came out in 1999, and the guy from The Mummy is in this movie. And The Matrix? And The Matrix came out in 1999, and there's, like, like but I don't, cons- know, I don't understand that constant because- Matrix references in this movie. It is so relentless. Yeah. They play the tune, like... Dun, so, dun, like, dun, did dun, The Matrix dun, come dun, out in January? Again and again. And then... What did you say? Did, like, The Matrix come out early, like, early in 1999, and then... Yeah, I guess so. They watched this. They watched it and then decided to make this. Yeah. They watched it and they were like, yeah, we have I, I don't the know. references. So funny. It just reminded me of um, Scary Movie 1 where they did it. The, the, the Matrix yeah, references. Totally. Which must be like also the same year, right? Or like just after? I think so, yeah. Or like Scream is maybe that year. Scream is 96. Yeah, is Scream coming out in 99? Nah, 96. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Yeah, I really like Scream. I think that's my favorite horror film. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I think so. Um, It's one of the first kind of horror films I watched, I remember. Yeah. I'd seen like some pretty, like the crappy Americanized kind of, like there was a whole time through the mid 2000s where oh like the j-horror was getting remade like the ring and the grudge um i remember watching all of them when that was com- when they were coming out and that was kind of my introduction yeah yeah true. um and they're not that good yeah you know yeah i feel like and then i remember I want- trying to watch some classics yeah i was watching and they, the- and they were, and i was just like oh these don't work either. yeah well yeah yeah, like the, but the now I like now I watch the classics and I'm like, oh, they're like, yeah, they're genuinely scary. Know. Yeah, horror is a little bit weird because it's so like low budget initially that it's like a lot of it sure, is yeah. like a bit crappy. But then you just sort of appreciate it for like other reasons or whatever. But then it definitely yeah, yeah. and I I think um hearing about people talk about The Exorcist and how it's like not actually about like Reagan or like yeah the, you know. Um, Pazuzu like the demon it's actually about like everyone else's reaction towards it so like yeah. you're viewing it through the eyes of the mother it's like oh her daughter is yeah yeah possessed yeah, yeah that's pretty fucked up yeah totally uh, a lot of a lot of the horror films I used to watch back then as well because I didn't have you know the the resources to like get films like I do now like I can yeah anything on why I want to watch it's a couple of clicks away mm. um, whether I pay for it or whether I don't Mm-hmm. But I used to like vi- like uh, record a lot of films yeah. off the TV. Yeah, totally. But then they were like ed- edited for TV. Yeah, no, it's annoying. So they were, 
Like I remember what, the first time I watched The Exorcist, I was like, that was shit. And then I watched mm. it again. And you're like, oh, there's like all this on, green on, uh, DVD or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, there's, yeah. Like the fuck me Jesus bit that was obviously taken out for <laughs> yeah. TV. Already Crucial. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think I saw this on telly. Really? The first time I watched this. Years and years ago. Yeah. Oh, you've seen this already? Uh, years ago. I couldn't really remember it. I could, yeah. I could remember the... Out of all the like women that he goes out with, I could only remember that the main character has got one... Other, his main girlfriend has got um one leg and that mm. there was a girl with Tourette's and he takes her to the baseball game. That's all I could remember, really. Mm. Yeah. And something about fish. Yeah. Fish play a big part. But yeah, now it's uh, really fresh in my mind right now. Yeah. Um, there's something... I think, I think I've mentioned it when we watched Big Daddy because that's also a 1999 movie. There, I remember watching this uh, video um, from... A YouTube channel called Now You See It, where he was chatting about. Uh-huh. It's like a mini, like sort of essay video about how movies from '99 are like they have this like weird, uh, uh, sort of like cam, cam, like looking back, they have a weird sort of like cam before the storm type thing where where you're like, uh, like 9/11 happened only like a couple of years later. And yeah, true. And I think at the time, like economically or whatever, like everything was quite sort of fine in at at the end of the millennium. And the movies like almost yeah. reflect that, where especially the Matrix, where it's like an ordinary person. Everyone's like, yeah, everyone's living with. content and yeah, exactly. And like they the the ordinary person, like main character, gets confronted by like a completely like some shit that turns his world upside down. And, like, Office Space is similar. It's, like, people in the mundanity of, like, their office work, like, just getting so bored that they, like, want to change their lives or whatever. And uh, I think Big Daddy's yeah, Big Daddy's, Big Daddy's like, like that, that too, right? Yeah, like, a kid yeah. just, like, gets delivered to him and it, like, turns his life around. And this movie is sure, not yeah. exactly like that, but it is... It fits into that sort of theory in in the sense that it's like a completely effortless piece of shit that means nothing. <laughs> so it's, it's like you Absolutely. could watch it and be completely unaffected, except for that you're like, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like a really like kind of desperate character, you know. And he yeah. he sees an opportunity to like get with a woman, yeah, and then he's like. Oh, I'm just gonna do that, even if it means a career, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, so many points during the film, he's like, "I can't do this anymore." Yeah. And then people are like threatening him, like, you know, it draws parallels to what I think Rob Schneider's life actually is like. Mm-hmm. In the case of Adam Sandler having um, his name in his black book, you know, he knows <laughs> yeah. he knows some shit about <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you know, and there was no. Uh, there was no racy stuff in this. I think there was actually. Maybe he put on like some voices. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The only like black people in the movie were a pimp and a very fat woman. Right? Yeah. And she talks about how like yeah. she's... Yeah. And that was a man as well. That, that guy's 
his yeah. uh, actor's name is Big Boy or is yeah. Mm. Which I thought for a second that it was Big Boy from Outcast. Yeah. The rap group. <laughs> the rap group. But I I don't think it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know, think yeah. he would lower himself to that. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't he? Wouldn't he? In, I don't know. Because it's 99. He's just like, my life is so boring. I'm going to do a Juice Bigelow movie. Yeah. Hey, mum. Okay, I'm just podcasting. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so the other women... So what? what's the women he's got? He's got a woman with Tourette's, an obese woman, a really tall woman... Yeah. Uh, is that it? There's Anyone else? There's like... The first woman he goes to see who pays him $10, uh, she just wants him to dress up like a German tourist and say stuff in German. And then he gets attacked by a German shepherd who like bites his way through the door. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. That was making me laugh. Is it funny? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It reminded me of The Simpsons when, uh, like, in the Lemon of Troy episode, like, at one point... Yeah, a great episode. Bart is, trying, Bart is running away from some hunting dogs, and, a home, and he's trying to get into the RV, and Homer throws, like, a steak, like a raw steak, to try and, like, distract them, but one of, the, but they just, one of them just, like, leaps into the air, gulps it, and then keeps running, and he's like, Faster, boy, he's got a taste for meat now! <laughs> But then when he cra- when, when they fight, they cro- like slam the RV door, and then the dog's mouth just like bashes into it, and is like, like in the shape of the metal, is like trying to bite them. Oh yeah, it sort yeah, of reminded yeah. me of that, like the classic, just like dogs biting their way through doors. Why that's like not couldn't yeah. couldn't happen. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, scenes are scenes where people get attacked by like domesticated animals are always like. Yeah. I find really horrible. Like, yeah, true. Uh, yeah. The one in Django, Django Unchained, is is haunting. What happens? Uh, it's like one of um. Oh, what are they even called? Is it Mandingo? I don't know if that's PC to say, but it's like one of his um. <laughs> Calvin Candy. What's his name? Calvin Candy. It's Leo DiCaprio's character. You know, he has all like, the fighting slaves. Yeah. One of them doesn't want to be a... I think it's Mandingo, right? They, it's like the fighting guys. They just fight to the death with their bare hands. He doesn't want to yeah. fight anymore. Right. And he's hiding in this tree and, and he's run, He's escaped. He's run away and he's hiding in this tree and they're like trying to talk him down and he's like, I don't want to fight anymore and there's dogs all around. And then oh, it, just, yeah. it just cuts like twice to him just getting like ripped apart by yeah. these fucking dogs. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know how they did, how they filmed it. Yeah. I saw something really stupid on, on Instagram that it was like behind the fact, you know, movie facts. And it was like uh, Tarantino and DiCaprio like what really wanted that scene to be method. So the guy volunteered his life and the dogs killed him. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like there's yeah. no way. <laughs> and then all those dogs well, got put brilliant. in. They all had the taste for meat when they killed... <laughs> Donald Trump. Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, right about now. Yeah. I don't want to date the podcast, but like... 
we're in a very funny time in the world right now. Yeah, true. And America is being led by just like the worst possible person that they could have. Yeah. Yeah, pretty Fair much. Fair to say, I think Kevin James would be doing a better job right now. <laughs> yeah. At least going off of what like happens in, in that movie, he saves the world, whereas Donald Trump is not saving the world, so... Nah. Well, he doesn't save the world. Fuck that guy, man. Yeah, fuck them both, really. No, fuck that guy. Oh, yeah, fuck Kevin James, but yeah. fuck big DJ Trump, man. Yeah, obviously fuck him more. The cunt. Yeah, or fuck him yeah, less. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I don't know, like... Fuck him up more. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to send a pack of dogs onto him. I'm telling you that. <laughs> well, or you could get him a pet monkey. Like I think. Uh, speaking of, well, it's not related at all to Juice Bigel, except for that the guy who in the mummy guy has like dangerous fish as pets. Oh, he has one. Yeah. Um, people who keep like lionfish. People who keep wild animals as pets, like. And then they get eaten by them or they get attacked by them. Like that lady who had a monkey as a pet. Oh, the chimpanzee. Yeah, yeah for ages. That's fucked up, And man. she was like, he's my little yeah. son or whatever. Like, he's my baby boy. And then one time he just like felt like biting her actual, the skin off of her face. And that's what happened. Yeah, he like, he poked both of her eyes out and like tore off all different bits. Yeah, yeah just I've like, heard of a couple of stories like that. Yeah, I don't know if it's like he went mad because he was like, retaliating against being domesticated or what but like or if you if it's just i think it's more likely that people just underestimate like instinct like the natural instinct like you oh, know of course yeah like those guys who hang out with lions and they're like they just think that i'm one of them i'm like one of the lions and then they just inevitably get fucking eaten by them have you started watching um tiger king yet nah ellen watched it and I see, yeah, I see it think? blowing up on the internet, like meme. meme oh, it is wars. just like everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah everywhere. <laughs> yeah, she like. I can't remember, like. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's worth a watch. I've 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 watched it all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really remember it like a TV phenomenon like this probably since. Fuck, I don't know. Maybe Stranger Things, or maybe. I don't know, the ending of Breaking Bad. No, probably end of Game of Thrones, but that was kind of a negative, mm. you know. Yeah. But uh, I wonder if it's just because of the times that we're in, that everyone's in isolation, they've got nothing to do. Netflix has, you know, put that as kind of the poster boy. Yeah. You, you know, like, as soon as you go on Netflix, it is the first thing yeah, yeah. you see. The first thing I, I saw wonder, you know, yesterday was Troy. <laughs> and it said... Oh, really? <laughs> it said number five in trending movies. And I was like, five? Why are you... Is it because I... Cause Who the, the fuck's watching the this? The Google algorithm is like, you typed in Juice Bigelow. That means you, that you want to see number five movies. Not number one. No, but it's... Not no, number no, two. No, no, but it's like... Um, yeah, no, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Because that's just a new thing that they have the top tens of the day and shit. Yeah. But Troy's fucking um, shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I want to know if that is a good movie because I watched it a load when it first came out. Yeah. I, I saw it at the cinema. I saw it in the cinema um, too, but I saw it in the cinema in Germany because we were on a school trip. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Did you watch it in German? Uh, I think it was English with German subtitles. Okay, cool, cool. 
Yeah, I want to know, like, Orlando Bloom's fucking trash, right? Yeah, and I think so. Yeah, and he was such a big... Because, what, Troy's 2004, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so he'd just come off Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And Pirates came, what, a year after that or something? He was hot property, yeah. you know? Yeah, he was hot property. Combined with fucking Brad Pitt, mm. Eric Banner. Yeah, I think they were literally... Me. They were just like, let's fucking get had everybody. Some technical difficulties. What? Sorry, you cut off for you cut off for a sec there. It was beeping. Oh no, it wasn't beeping on this end though. That's weird. Oh, it's beeping again. What? Anyway, I'm my I might hit up watching Troy. Well, yeah, I mean, you go and watch it. Yeah, maybe you just nothing else to do. You're in isolation, but um. Well, I've just been playing lots of music, man. What have you been up to? Yeah, same. Just watching shit. Yeah, playing some music and, and, and watching stuff and reading. Been reading Dune. Cool. I got the audiobook. I might start listening to that. Yeah. Properly. I don't know that it's as... It's a long book, right? Nah, it's not actually that long. It, it, it looks quite thick, but the copy that I have at least is like quite like large. Not large print, but it's like... It's not small, but it is so... It's not like the Bible. Yeah, but it's not actually as... It's not dense. Like, the, the narrative is, like, not dense at all. It's, like, super pulpy and easy to read. It just, like... It's just your basic... Yeah, I mean, like, that's the kind of shit I like, shit. man. Yeah. And the, it's easy because the characters have, like, inner monologues, like, written in, in, like, italics. So it's like there's a voiceover. Like, because obviously in the David Lynch one, there's, like, voiceovers... Uh... I don't know if that is obvious to you. I haven't you. seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's like, uh, it's not difficult at all. I don't know why it has that reputation as being like a really dense book. No, I think it's just because it's big, right? Yeah, it just looks a bit daunting. But, it, yeah, it does have a lot of like made you up should, uh, names you should, yeah. for stuff like technology and shit. Yeah, okay. I should what? Yeah, that's probably... You should... Either the next book you do, either do The Stand. Oh, yeah. Well. By Stephen King. Or It. Or It by Stephen King. Uh, Both no. Great books. I don't want to read It. <laughs> no, It's fantastic, man. It's no, really good. I want I would. If I was going to no, read any. Cool. No, if I was going to read any Stephen King, I think it would be. I mean, it would probably be The Shining because that's obviously like the important one or whatever. But I do want to read The Stand as well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the stand is great. Um, I think it would be. I've quite been reading it down. for like. Nah, it's great, man. <laughs> you love You'd it. Love it. <laughs> nah, it's cool. It's yeah, it is cool. I mean, you've seen the movies, right? Um, yeah, didn't the didn't. latest ones were like. I mean, the second part two was a bit shit. I think, <laughs> yeah. but um, one was good. Yeah. But then, have you seen like the nineties, like the nineteen ninety nah. uh, old one? No. Nah. The TV movie. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> that's that follows the book quite close. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's like what Stephen King says. Yeah, I've been, I've been like. It's like what he says about The Shining. He's like, oh, that Stanley Kubrick movie like ruined The Shining. The best one is the TV version, and it's like five hours long or whatever, and just has it's yeah. just like really low budget and stuff. It's just like no. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched that one. I haven't seen The Shining in a long time either. Yeah. Which is right, widely regarded as the best horror film, but I don't really, 
I don't really think of it as a horror film. I think I've seen all the scary bits multiple times. Yeah, it's quite easy to be desensitized to that. Even though there is like an elevator full of blood, which is just sort of not really... A, that bit's pretty cool. It's not uh, a very common image. Even in like the bloodiest horror movies, it's not that much blood. That's a lot of blood. I think the most, I think the most blood up until quite recently was... It's like a Peter Jackson zombie film from oh, yeah. like pre-Lord of the Rings. Yeah, um, yeah. Bad, bad Taste or... Brain, is it Brain, brain Dead? Dead? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. no, okay. Yeah, I think Brain yeah, Dead. One yeah, one of the... Yeah, he made a few like so, yeah. super like low budget, like really creative like horror movies. So then how the fuck did he get The Lord of the Rings? Was it just like his pitch? Yeah, like, I think had he so, been yeah. working on it. I think he'd before made before they ever greenlit it. I think he'd made it was he'd made a couple of other serious movies. Like Heavenly Creatures or like Beautiful Creatures. Something okay. has Kate Winslet. Yeah, no worries. My mom's fucking calling me again. Oh, yeah. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I have not been really watching... I have not really been watching much at all. I, like, even... Like, haven't touched my PlayStation... Nice. ...since I've kind of been here. Well, that's cool. I've been playing music. Yeah. I've got... um. I've got... I was started... I got... I was, like, living in a caravan for... I'm still sleeping in a caravan, but... Yeah. For the first couple of days here, I was, like confined purely to that yeah. and then my mum was like you can go upstairs which is where I am right now because mm. they don't really use this space at all okay yeah um, so set up my old laptop and I was yeah just recording some acoustic songs and then one of my good friends from uh, my hometown me and him have played in bands and done studio projects for years he hit me up and he's like man I'm in isolation as well let's fucking collab on some shit nice so I think next Sunday so the 12th uh, I've got two songs coming out on Spotify. Oh, sweet. That's cool. So I will hit you up with them, listeners. I don't know. <laughs> you don't give a fuck, do you? <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, I'll it's under the, the band. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's under the band name Sympathy for Tiffany, if anyone wants to hit it up. Okay, cool. Yeah, i also just been working on some of my own shit as well and... Just, you know, I want to make the most of this time because it could yeah. potentially be a long time that we're, like, not got much on, you know? Yeah, true. you got to come out of it yeah. better, better off. Also not dead. Yeah, be it big. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I also just thought, you know, what a great opportunity to fucking pod every other day. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll do another one tomorrow, hey? Yeah. Sound good? All right, cool. I'll see you then. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah. what else have you got to say about this film? Um, he meets... He goes... Like, so is one of the... Like, his his pimp, yeah. CJ. Yeah. TJ? TJ, sorry. Mm. He's like, oh, yeah, um, go out on a date with this girl, her mate's... She's just graduated uni or something. Like one of them, like two of her mates, set this up for you. Mm. Did you see who one of her mates was? Mm, no. Fucking Jackie Sandler. Oh, really? I missed her. Yeah. I confess. Yeah, she was there. I, I sort of confess to the that I have a sort of a mild 
opinion about this movie, as in, like, I didn't think it was the worst movie ever. But that was because I sort of was only half watching it. Like, I was also just, like, looking up shit on Wikipedia and stuff. So it was like... Yeah, that's cool. Like... I think you can kind of do that with these films. You're not yeah, going to miss anything. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you did. I missed you that, missed, yeah. You missed Jackie Sandler, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Um. but yeah, he gets set up on this like date or like the the girl's friends pay Juice to go on a date with her because they think she's she's not confident. Yeah. And it's because she's missing a leg. Oh, yeah. But I think that is not really a problem. Yeah, if, like because she's able-bodied, she she lives a normal life. Like yeah, it's totally. not, you know, it's not a yeah. problem. Um, he, he falls in love with her on the first date and shit, and then mm. yeah, she finds out that he's a pimp, and then they break up, and then uh, he is embarrassed by his dad, yeah, <laughs> who cleans toilets, mm. um. And she says a line where she's like, look, don't worry about it. Your dad cleans toilets. My dad's an aeronautical engineer. Yeah. Sure. And I was like, what? That's a fucking... That's a bit rude, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know what she means. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. They got a little chuckle. And then they, uh, they fall out. They fall out. And then he gives up the pimping game because he's like, oh, I actually really love this girl. Mm. And then they... <laughs> get back together and that's the end and then he pays the fish tank off and that's it right well he pays the fish tank off and then when the guy comes back he starts tapping on the glass and then it breaks and it it yeah wouldn't the, you just be like dude i told you not to do yeah that. he literally he tells him he set it's set up that way he tells him earlier in the movie don't tap the glass the fish don't like it or whatever and then later he comes back and he's tapping the glass and then it breaks and juice Bigelow just randomly says i did do some pimping and I didn't, but I didn't use any yeah. of your clients or whatever. And he, so the guy just starts throwing fucking Mongolian knives at him and he does fucking bullet time, like in the Matrix when Trinity's like, how did you do that? You moved like they do. Uh, when yeah. Neo realizes that he can like dodge bullets. And like, just Bigelow, yeah, just Bigelow can dodge bullets. Why is he a yeah. fish man? Yeah, what's he doing doing Fishman stuff? Why isn't he a method ma- a Matrix man? <laughs> Why isn't he in Wu-Tang Clan? <laughs> yeah, nice rhyming. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was really crap. There was a bit when... Uh, there was a bit when... When he first moves into the mummy guy's house and he's like using all his stuff. Yeah. He goes into the bed and he's like, ah, nice big bed. And then there's like a used condom just like sitting there. Yeah. It's pretty weird. I figured as a pimp, he would he would not bring his work home. He would yeah, like go to their house, you know? Yeah. Because he's like an escort. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like surely that means like escorting people <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It just seemed a bit... It, no, it just seemed, seemed like... a bit shit. <laughs> a bit shit. Also a shitty thing to do because like... Was he supposed to sleep on the couch or was he be like, stay at my house, just don't use my bed or Yeah, whatever. exactly. <clears throat> There's also a bit when he smashes also, the... When he, sma- oh, when he smashes the fish tank, he then puts all the fish in glasses and like, you know, other vessels. Yeah, different vases. But he sets yes. it up with... I like the use <clears throat> of the word vessel. He sets it up with, uh, like, tubing so that there's, like, oxygen or fresh water or whatever. 
And I was like, ah, yeah. nice little detail because in Uncut Gems, they put fish into glasses and then later he just comes back and they're died. Yeah, that's because he's very distracted. He is very, yes, he's very full distracted. Of and he's not a fish expert. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Although he does know that Gatorade is bad for fish. True. So he is. He, he does have some knowledge about fish. Yeah. Possibly from not as much. when he worked on this, the production of this movie. You never know. I don't think I don't think Adam Sandler spent a day on set here. <laughs> yeah, Norm Macdonald spent one day on set. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It even outlines that. And they say one fish was harmed in the making of this. But it got better. Do you think they actually blended up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, it says, it yeah, it got, got better. better yeah. Um, so he has, so he ha- he puts the lion fish, right, in the blender. Mm-hmm. In the vessel that sits atop the blender. Sure. Would you not just take it off the base? Yep. Like, it doesn't need to sit on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that was just, that was just like an accident waiting to happen. The blind girl comes around. <laughs> yeah. Fucking blitzes up the fish. I know, it's nasty. Know? Why? And then, uh, and then he tells the mummy guy that it is chocolate. Margarita. Margarita. Which is not a flavor of and he margarita. And he says, no, that's disgusting. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Lime why mix, chocolate. Why mix salt. milk and alcohol? <laughs> yeah, and tequila. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. That's fucked. Um, and then he drinks it. And he drinks it and he says, yeah, it's spicy. Yeah. Spicy like chocolate margarita. Fish guts. <laughs> yeah, with fucking lines down the side of it. Yeah, that was, that was not a nice bit. Mm. And like when he first smashes the fish tank on his own, he collects all the fish. But then the second time, when the other when the mummy guy taps the glass and it smashes, they don't collect the fish. They just start fighting. So all those fish are dead. Maybe. Maybe. So see the uh, see when he puts he accidentally puts uh, porn on on the big telly, which is not that big a telly. It's just like big for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the Girl Scout comes around with her cookies. Yeah. That's Rob Schneider's fucking daughter. No, really? Yeah, for sure. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. weird. I don't know. I don't know why that's so alarming. Yeah, her name is L King, and she's like a musician now. With what? Like, I think she had a number one a couple of years ago. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Madness. That is crazy. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're, we'll. I'll let you go and eat your dinner if you want. Um, after I just um, run through some quotes. Okay, okay. We just thought we'd do a shorter one this week because we just feel like it. I think we, I think <laughs> maybe audiences respond better to shorter episodes, right? <laughs> yeah, fair. I think write in when and tell us. Yeah, do yeah. Go on. You can hit us up on uh, Instagram at Footprints in the Sandler on Twitter at Footprints in the Sandler, or you can send us an email uh, Sandler Prints at gmail.com you can also head to our patreon if you'd like any bonus content um that's patreon.com slash footprints in the sandler but yeah we'd love to hear from you um you don't even have to like give us an opinion just say hey or just say like i like the podcast i don't like the podcast um if you're on apple podcasts 
um, give us a rating, preferably five stars. Five stars, or, or I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, that's the rule. But please, yeah, like, yeah. give us a, give us a good rating, please. Yeah. If you think we deserve it, if not, just don't. Just say don't. Anything, yeah. <laughs> preferably. Yeah. Um. Yes. Or like, don't even like, don't even do a joke where you're like one star, ha ha ha. Like, these guys are funny, but I just thought I'd like give them a one star. Yeah, not cool. Yeah. It's, it's um, not funny. It's not funny. Yeah. I think maybe when it's when we're talking about Rob Schneider and and worse, it makes sense that the episode yeah. is shorter than the movie because it's sort of like you don't. I think so. Like we're not. I think so. We're not trying to be like people should watch this film and then listen to it. It's like we watched it for you. So the least we could do is record less time for them. But I don't know. Maybe it's. Yeah. it's or all the audience members could just do what we do and watch it at like 1.3 speed so that <laughs> yeah, it only is, goes for an hour. An, you know? Another reason. And it doesn't change the film at all. <laughs> I think it does change it. It makes it slightly more tolerable because that's another reason that I think I probably uh, sort of didn't enjoy but didn't hate this movie because it was whizzing by. <laughs> one of these days, yeah, one of these days we have to watch something at like 0.75 speed. <sighs> pain um so it'll make like a one an hour 20 movie into like two hours <laughs> i couldn't i can't see any good reason for doing that because we've cheated and we've saved time so now we have to waste time <laughs> um so uh, so it's cyclical or what goes around comes around man i'm gonna give some quotes okay hit me Quote from Michael, quote from Mike, give me a quote, give me a quote, give me a quote, please. Let's have a little look. Every kid needs a father. <laughs> Love the jingle. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that's when he gets the goldfish in the bowl and then he's like, do you want me to stay around for a bit? It's quite forward. Oh, yeah, because he works as part of his job as like a fish man. He's like collecting fish that have accidentally been flushed down toilets. And then once yeah. once he rescues the fish, he just says to the mother, I can stay for a little bit. And he's like covered in fucking toilet water. So this is a disgusting movie. Yeah. Uh, There's a couple of moments in this when he is like dirty. Like he needs to go shower. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't find it funny. I think it's just annoying. I can't annoying. remember what bit it is, but he... Yeah, there's a bit where he's like, he's all rolled around in dirt and he's covered in dirt. It's on his face, all over his hands and his clothes. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, man, he looks so gross. Totally. Go have a wash. Yeah. Um, They're worth twice as much if they've killed someone. Yeah. He has a crossbow that he says, this crossbow has killed a king yeah, and changed, changed the, the course of, course of, of European yeah. history forever. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty I fun. think, see, that's what I'm, I mean, like, that's, it's priceless, right? You can't put a price on that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. He obviously did and he bought it. Yeah. I want to see a comedy of so er- Is this guy richer? Than anyone. Is this guy richer than fucking... Pricelessness. Like, He's richer than John Lovitz in, in The Benchwarmers. And, yeah, and he's a zillionaire. Who we have established was a, yeah a multi zillionaire. Uh, another quote: "Must make peepee." Yep. Good one, isn't it? Yep. 
also around the same time. Digital television. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, a good classic 1999 future reference. Yeah. Um, I've got the thinnest dick in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, it doesn't matter. And he's like, wow, I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, and then they do the dance sequence. That bit was actually pretty good, especially when there was two of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Another quote from the mummy guy. Look at this proud fish. Oh, no, that's from TJ. Yeah. Look at this proud yeah. this proud fish. And finally... I was really grossed out. I, uh, sorry, go yeah, on. No, no, you go. I was really grossed out by TJ eating all the food in the in the spa. Oh, yeah, like in the hot tub and just like dropping bits of it into yeah, the water yeah, yeah. and not noticing. Like, what? Yeah, like there's... Um, we always joke about the line in <laughs> The Swamp Thing Returns <laughs> when the kid's like, apples! <laughs> yeah. And he knocks something backwards off the chair. Yeah. Even in um The Cobbler. Yeah. Like Adam Sandler goes to put the Coke can down and he so deliberately spills it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when when TJ was reaching for the, the crisps in the bowl. Yeah. I was watching his hand and he just he just like knocks it in and I was just like, that was so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um the fi- um, the final So the one bit I wanted to talk about Yeah, yeah. Okay, go on, sorry. Well, no no, you, 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 go, go, you go. No 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 you go, you go, you go. No, you go, no, no, no you, no, go. you go, no, you go. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Mine, okay, so mine, when yeah. they're in the when they're in <laughs> When they're in the court scene. Yeah. So Adam Sandler basically just talks to the cop guy that's tailing him the whole time and says, yeah, look, I'll go to court, whatever. So he does. Not Adam um, Sandler. Uh, Rob Schneider. Silly- oh, fuck. I'm so used to talking about Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. so Rob Schneider. Um, when he's there, all of the different clients he's had come in one after another and do like a confession. Oh, what is it called? Like witness? Yeah, testimony. Testimony. Yeah. Rob Schneider turns around and and even before it kind of draws focus towards him, it's like Rob Schneider's there and and there was like a guy behind him and I thought he looked like... It almost looked like an an Asian guy Mm. but with like a wig and like fake eyebrows and then uh, Rob Schneider turns around and it's TJ but he's like got white face on. Oh, really? He's dressed as a white guy. Oh, I missed that. That's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. Why has he done that? Is it because he's yeah, in court? I, yeah, because they kind of wink at each other. Weird. But then why does he need to be there? It was weird. That is weird. I didn't even notice yeah. that. I was I was not paying attention at that point. <laughs> you can imagine you can imagine Rob being there, like on set with him, being like, "No, I think it'll be like a really good idea." <laughs> yeah. And the guy, the guy who plays TJ, is like, "I'd." I don't know, man. It's I'm not really comfortable with this. And he's like, no, no, no. I promise, I promise. You love it, man. I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not whiteface. He does. Um. Yeah, all the different color colors. Yeah, you, know. you name it. He's done it. You name it. He's done it. Uh, so final quote. Okay, hit me. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> Yeah, that's said a couple of times. Yeah, and it's from um, when when they when he first takes her out on the on the date and they're walking down the street and he he's saying like, oh yeah, this is a nice neighbor, nice yeah, part yeah, of yeah. town. Like, the really over. really tall girl, quite fond of it. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, a couple of like things are said and he's like, yeah, the neighborhood, this neighborhood's changed. Let's go. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that one thing I do want, go on. Go on. Oh, well, I was going to say that line. One thing that I do want to, <laughs> <laughs> go on. This delay is killing us, man. You go, you go. No, you go. So what I was going to say about that line, that's a huge bitch. That's from the hot chick. Or the animal. I can't remember which. And I can't remember why. Uh, okay. But it's like a... Oh, uh, it'll be... um, It'll be the hot chick. Because remember they hang out with the, like, bigger framed girl. Yeah. But I don't know if it's reference to an actual person or it's like something happens, like somebody takes a massive dump or something <laughs> and the guy is like, that's a huge yeah, bitch. Okay. But it's like in the background, it's just a random voice. And it came up in this movie, and I was yeah, like, okay. "I was like, oh, that's a funny little like reference to another Happy Madison movie that nobody would notice." But then it happens twice in this yeah, movie, true. so I'm like, "Guys, come on, <laughs> you don't need to." Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, once maybe is they were referencing, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe the films that we watched previously that was a reference to this film. I I don't know. Oh, I, um, maybe yeah. When did the hot chick come out? Yeah, I think this is one of the. F- I think so, around then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what year did Mean Girls come out? I think 99 or 2004. I don't know. Yeah. Like, Mean Girls and the Hot Chick had a lot of similarities, I felt like. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Did it? Um. Well, what's the names both in it? Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's all about, like, High school girls. Yeah, true. Mm. That's about it. That's all the references. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say a minute ago? Everything had their clothes. I don't know. I don't know. What? I you can't remember. Uh, well, maybe this will jog your memory. I'm going to get myself connected. The writing's on the wall. Saying something, something. Stumble, you might fall. Stumble, you might fall. Remember that song? <laughs> no. Well, it's, don't. Well, it's in this movie. You fuck. Oh, dude, there was like two songs from Smash Mouth, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it's this band, but they're not Smash Mouth. It certainly sounds like the singer of Smash Mouth. Yeah, it does. But I don't think it is. Because he has quite a distinct voice. Yeah. Um, but this song... And obviously, like, everyone loves Shrek. Yeah. yeah of course. It's the stereo MCs. Okay. Yeah, get myself connected. I just remember that it was on a Carphone warehouse advert in, I guess, in 1999 and around that time that I used to hear on the radio. Yeah. Gonna get myself connected. Yeah, we don't have Carphone uh, warehouse in Australia. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Also, I don't think I was what, you know, I don't really remember much what was on TV in 1999. As always, fucking six or five. (laughs) Yeah, you fucking. (laughs) Yeah, it was on the radio. Youngo. Which, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, true. Um, That's all I have to say about this movie, except for the bit when his love interest's flatmate, who is a blind girl, is... Cookie yeah. is trying to cook some eggs, but she just cracks an egg straight onto the gas fire of the stove. I yeah, thought, I thought that was and then onto funny. the cat as well. Onto the cat. Yep. 
But I like the one on the on the, yeah. in the in the naked flames. Like there's no pan. You're just cracking food. Yeah. Just, just there's anything. That's pretty cool. It's it's funny. Give it a little funny little chuckle. And she says, uh, she says she's still adjusting to being blind. <laughs> yeah. Which is like surely there's um, surely there's places you can go to like learn how to be blind better, right? Yeah, definitely. That was not a nice way to say it. <laughs> yeah, surely there's like yeah schools for the blind. But maybe they cost loads of money. Because especially if she's like. Especially if she's like twenty something and then becomes blind. Yeah, yeah, you would need a lot of help. She's got a long, a long time ahead of her, you know. To, especially, she's just dumped on fucking the woman in it. Mm. Well, you know, she's in good spirits. She's trying, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, that, as well. I mean, that's good. We're yeah, trying. Man. We're definitely trying, man. Oh. Trying pretty hard, I reckon, man. You know, yeah. making space in our day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We could have easily just given up and said, you know, like, oh, the, the distance is too far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this long this long distance relationship's not working. I want to see other people. I want to do other podcasts. <laughs> but no, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking yeah. with you because because oh, deep down, I, I love you, man. You know? Oh, I love you and too. I love Adam Sandler. Yeah. You, thank you. Well. And I, with that, I think we should end it. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>